Welcome to Kingdom Women on Fire. I am Shayola Little, mother, servant, CEO, and podcast host. I have mastered defeating the enemy, breaking generational curses and sickness of infirmities by the spirit of Jesus Christ, who is the greatest teacher and stronghold over my life. I will be discussing how to overcome life obstacles, growing in divine revelation, and so much more. I will not be putting limits on God and how he chooses to speak through me. I have cultivated a lifestyle of consecration to where I am no longer being bowed by the sins of this world. You will be able to surrender and be the light before men so that our Father in heaven will be glorified. Hello, everybody. I thank you for joining in. Today, we are going to talk about, are you in pursuit? And so, when I ask you this question, I really want you to just sit back and think. What do you mean, Shay, am I in pursuit? Just sit back and evaluate your life, right? Sit back, evaluate your life. And examine what you have done on today. What did you do on yesterday? What did you do last week, last month? Hey, and even last year. Begin to ex- examine yourself, your, your, your life, your ways, your think process. Begin to examine yourself in such a way that you ask yourself, what am I in pursuit of? And so my question to you is that the name of this channel is Kingdom Women on Fire. Who we are for on fire for? We are on fire for God. Now, let's go back to the basics. Because if we say that we are on fire for God, mm-hmm, or we want to be on fire for God, there's a greater level, there's a greater understanding, there's a greater aspect to being on fire for God. Because see, the Bible says that people say that they love me, but their hearts are far from, far from me. So are you living your life in a way that you say that I am pursuing God, but your heart, your thought process, your mind, everything that you do is saying that you're not right. And so I want you to look at your life in such a way to ask yourself, am I in pursuit? What am I in pursuit of? Are you, are you in the world? Let's start there. Are you still in the world? God says, be not um, moved by this world, but be renewed by the, by the transformation of your mind. He says, surrender everything that you're going to and be rooted in God. So that means If I have surrender and to be rooted in God, that means that I cannot love the things that are in this world. I cannot love smoking. I cannot love drinking. I cannot love going out on a Friday night, dropping it like it's hot. Because how can we say we love God, but our hearts be far from him? 
See, when this is a greater level of when I say that when we say that we love someone, we actually take this thing deep. Because see, if I say I love God, I I, I love him. I uplift him. I care about how he view me. I care about his heart. I care about how he think towards me. So if I am living my way, my life in a way that it is causing him to look at me and say, okay, my daughter say she loves me, but her life is just not, it is not adding up. What do you like to say? The math is not mathing, right? And so on today, I want to know, are you in pursuit of God? Are you in pursuit of your fire? Are you? We literally have to be in a place in our life where our zeal for God is so great that that righteousness seeks and hunts us down day in and day out. That that this walk with God is not just in the morning. That this walk with God is not just at night. But this walk with God is a daily, all day thing that we are constantly in pursuit of God. And so we're we're not going to be in pursuit of God until a bill comes up. And then we're going to go to worrying and stressing. No, we're not going to be in pursuit of God until a heartbreak or, or a loved one dies. And then we just stop and give up and lose faith. No, we're going to be in pursuit of God through it all. We are going to be in pursuit of God through it all. Because see, he says, if we come to him, then he shall help us. He shall supply all of our needs. Right? And so we need to be very careful because there's a thin line of being in the world, loving God, but then loving money. Right. Because, see, a lot of people think that, okay, I love God, but see, I want to do this, this and this to get money. Right. And let me let me just tell you that God says he says, seek first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added unto you. So that means that while I'm seeking God, God shall supply all of my needs. It doesn't mean that, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to do X, Y, and Z to get money. And then when I'm straight, I will seek God. I will be in pursuit of God. God says, no, that's, that's, he says, choose ye on this day, which master will you serve? Right? You cannot be in love with God and in love with money. That is the spirit of mammon and you have to catch that spirit down in the name of Jesus. You have to know what is really going on because if you love the money and, and, and people like to say that, that, that money is the root of all evil. But can I tell you that is not. God says it's the love of money. He said it's the love of money because he says, see, we we still we still have to pay rent, right? We still have to eat, we still have to buy clothes, we still have to to keep up with things in the ministry. We still have to pay our tithes, we still have to pay expenses. But see, if if money was evil, then I, how can how how? 
So it's not that money is evil. It's the love of money. And can I tell you, I'm being led to go in this route now that if, if you, if you hold your hand so tight with your money, hmm, if you hold your hand so tight with money, don't you know that you will never have money? When you, when you give you, God wants you to start giving more, right? And so the more loose you are with money, the more freely it will flow back unto you. But you cannot live in a way that you're scared to lose it. Because see, money is energy, right? And so you have to be operating on God's frequency instead of just a frequency of fear. We have to get out of that. We have to come back and to the pursuit of loving God and loving God wholeheartedly. And so I, I just wanted to say that once you're being in pursuit of God, this is when the enemy tries to come in. This is when the Bible talks about the enemy. Um, he, he, he walks around looking to see who he can kill, steal, and destroy. He, he walks around roaring like a roaring lion looking to see who he can devour. And so when he sees someone that have a zeal for God, or he see that you're in pursuit of God, he will come up to try to challenge you, to try to challenge your way of thinking. So this is why we have to not only be in pursuit of God, but be grounded in God's word. And this is also where we have to establish Create a bond with God, a relationship with God. Are you having a relationship with the world or are you having a relationship with God? Some of you value your children, your mom, and your your, your family more than you value what God thinks or how he feels. Can I come to tell you that God says, put no man before me? He says, when you die, no man will be able to put you into a heaven or a hell. He said, it is me, daughter, that you will have to give an attest to. It is me. He says, build your relationship with me because you guys, we are coming into the day and age. That is getting, is the days are winding down and God needs for us to be in pursuit of him. Now, your heart cannot be on fire for God if you're on, in the world constantly. If, if you're loving money, if you're, you're loving trying to look cute on Facebook, right? If you're loving trying to please men that that's not even your husband. If you, if you, if you're looking down on the next brother or sister in Christ, because you guys, we have to look at people in this world, like they are our brothers and sisters in the faith because they are, we have to love them wholeheartedly. And some of us don't want to, but we have to because that is required of us. It is required. Now, I'm about to throw out some scriptures here. And I'm not going to read these scriptures because this is your homework. Your homework is to write, start journaling on today. Start journaling on today and your journal prompt is, what am I in pursuit of? I want you to sit down and really evaluate your life and see for the last couple of days, the last week, the last month, what have I been in pursuit of? Is it God or is it worldly fleshly desires? 
See, we have to be an acknowledge of what we do and why we're doing it. So on tonight, I want you to wrap down, write down um, this scripture, Matthew chapter six, verse 19 through 21. And I'm not going to say it because this is your homework. Write it down. And I'm going to repeat it. That's Matthew chapter six, verse 19 through 21. I want you to write this down, meditate on it, have it embedded in your heart. And I want you to ask yourself, where are my treasures? Where am I storing my energy into? What am I pursuing? Who is around me that will help me in pursuit of where I need to be in God? Oh, hold on, hold on. Who is around me or is in my circle that is holding me back of being in pursuit of the Heavenly Father? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. Because see, how many of you know that when you're hanging around a bunch of millionaires, let's just say there's six millionaires and you come, you just so happen to come and sit at the table. Can I tell you who's going to be the seventh millionaire? But let me just tell you that if, if you're coming into a room with a bunch of people that is sinning all day, that is cussing all day, that ain't got nothing to talk about, but other people all day, can I tell you who's about to be the seventh that's going to be encircled in the same snare? Who are you around that will hinder your pursuit? God, it says, I'm calling you into deeper, but I cannot call you because you have things that's attached to you that needs to fall off. This is the next scripture that I want you to write down. I want you to write down Matthew verse six, chapter 22 and 23. That is Matthew verse six, chapter 22 and 23. Now, when you're reading the scripture, I really want you to take these scriptures and don't went, this is just like any scripture or reading when you're reading the Bible. I had to learn for myself, ladies, that when you read the Bible, you cannot read the Bible like it's a normal book. The Holy Bible is so spiritual. This is why a lot of people start to read the Bible, but they stop because they can't understand. Because see, God says we cannot understand this spiritual book with a carnal mind. No, you have to literally put on your spiritual lenses to understand. So what I want you to do is even when you begin to read your word or even when you begin to do your homework and your journaling prompts, I want you to literally write these verses out and go by them and read word for word. I literally want you to slow down and dissect everything that is being said. I don't want you to go in and just read, 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 and then stop the scripture. No, I want you to read the lines. Understand what is being said. So this is the way that we'll be able to grasp and learn God because the Bible is a living word. And so when you begin to understand the word, God sees that you're trying to understand. He will give you revelations. And I declare even um, as you begin to do this prompt that God has already instilled downloads inside of you that you have to just tap into. Okay. So when we're in pursuit of God, let's just know that we have to secure our spotting God that we have our spot is already secured. Okay. We have to maintain 
this being in God, this place in God, this relationship with God, this love that we have for God and let it be pure. God says those that are pure in heart shall see God. And so the Bible even talks about um, when your eyes is good or when your eyes are bad, when your eye is good, then your body is good. Your thoughts are good. But when your eye is bad, the body is bad. You have lustful nature, lustful thoughts. And so we got to make sure that our eyes are in good standing before the father. And so whatever you allow your life to to be in your life, it will be based on what you allow to control your heart. And so we have to get into a point where we're in control of what comes in, what goes out, what we look at, what we hear. You guys, we are spiritual bodies. And so the enemy is just so sneaky. He's just so crafty, you guys. We literally have to watch. We have to be mindful even of the, thank you, God. Even of the the music that we're listening to, because the Bible says that life and death is in your tongue. So you can't be listening to music, secular music that that's saying, oh, you know, I want to have sex or I want to do this and that to you. And you sitting up here single. So now you opening up the, the door to the enemy to send you somebody else who God ain't even have appointed for you. This is how the, and people think it's just so much of a big deal, but no, it's very simple. The Bible says, give no foothold to the enemy. We literally have to be aware. You guys, we have to be aware, be more aware. Ask yourself, am I following the things that are in this world or am I following God? Can I be the one to tell you that you cannot be in pursuit of the world and also be in pursuit of the God? There has to be a, there has to be a choice that has to be made. Remember when I told you all about God says, uh, you're not hot or cold. I, I wish that you were either one. We can't be hot and cold in the faith, in the house of faith. We can't be on fire for God and don't know which way that, you know, which way we want to lean, which way we want to turn. Who do we want to be planted in? Do we want to be planted in Satan or do we want to be planted in God? Write down Matthew 6 and 33. Write down this verse for me. Study this verse embedded into your heart. That's Matthew 6 and 33. And I ask you again, what are you giving your fuel to on today? Who are you letting light your fire on today? Think about it. Because this will really determine if you're really on fire for God. Or if you're really ready to be on fire for God. The last thing I want you to do on today... I really want you to close out your journaling. And this can be a separate one because this is be it. God says that love cuts love, love um covers a multitude of sin, right? And so I just want to let you know that if you're being on fire for God, you literally have to love more than you could do anything else. God says, if you can't love someone, you really don't know me. And I'm just going to call it a spade a spade. You really don't know me. 
If you can't have love for my people, if you can't love, have love for the people who hurted you, if you can't forgive them, if you cannot have love, if you cannot go to the store and smile and, and just give someone a hug, a smile, just, just give love, just show love. Because in doing that daughter, you are showing who I am. He says, you're literally showing them who I am because God is a God of agape love. This is a God, a, a love that we all experience when we come to God. And so God says, start giving more daughter. Start asking and, and consulting of me. Start asking me, should I eat this? Start asking me, should I wear this? Start asking me, God, should I go here? Should I do this? Should I pursue this? Right? Start asking him. Get a clear picture of what you have before you right now in this season of your life. Get a clear picture because see, God says that everything, there's a pointed time in the, under the heavens, there's a pointed reason and a pointed season, right? For everything that we go through, which season are you in right now to be in pursuit of? And so just make sure that you're doing everything that's needed to be properly in alignment with the will of God for your life. If you don't know what that looks like, go into prayer on tonight. I challenge you to set your alarm clock for the next 30 minutes. Go into prayer on tonight. After you journal, go into prayer on tonight and ask God, what is it? What is it that I need to be doing right now? What is it? And if you really want to be on fire for God or or you say that you're on fire for God, what are you doing all day? What are you doing all day and every day that will keep your candle burning? Can I just challenge you to trust God on today? He says, have faith in me. Begin to break bad habits. Can I tell you that it takes 21 days to break a bad habit? Mm Mm-hmm. So that means if you're not so keen on drinking water, which, which let me tell you something, what I learned about water, our bodies are made up of what? 9% of water. Is that true? Not sure, but it's a great portion of the body that's made of water. Can I tell you that water, what, what water does to a flower is the exact same thing that water does to the body. I've learned that when a person begins to, um, when a person begins to accumulate all of these things in the body is nothing but a male, male, what is it? A malnourishment in the body. So just like how a plant needs water to grow, our body needs water to be able to sustain water creates positive thoughts in your life. If you did not know that once you get, how many of you know that when you're so thirsty, when you're so dehydrated, but you get some water in your body and you feel it flow through you. Water is literally the way of the life into your body. Besides God, (laughs) water is literally the way in your body. And so if you want to, if you want to get rid of these diseases, if you want to get rid of, get rid of all these things that the world say that you have, right? Or what you have claimed, the the God says, whose report shall you believe on today? If you want to get rid of this, start by drinking your water. Hmm. 
and we just got all off with that just water thing. But no, if you're one that you can't seem to drink water for the next 21 days, go on a water fast. And and if you're not strong in the fast, I don't want you to break it. So I don't want you to drink water and just water alone for 21 days. No, that's not what I'm telling you. Drink only alkaline water for the next 21 days as your drink, as your beverage. Eat whatever you desire. Eat whatever you desire, right? Eat healthy. But the only thing that you should consume for the next 21 days, I'm challenging you all, the next 21 days after you listen to this, nothing but alkaline water. Go to your local Walmart and go to the water section. There will be jugs. Make sure that you see alkaline on it because the alkaline is better than purified. I had to learn the hard way, (laughs) but it's good that someone had to learn. It's, It's good that someone had to learn, right? And so begin whatever bad habit that you have, begin to find ways that will overcome those bad habits. Let's just say that you're you're one that's called to go live. You're one that's called to speak what thus says the Lord. Start going live. As bad as it may, may, may sound in your head, start doing the opposite of what you're afraid of. Whatever you're afraid of, start doing it. Because can I tell you that God has already graced you for it? He said, move in me. He said, don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Move in me. Move in me. Keep your eyes on the prize. Look up. Wherever you are right now, do this practice with me, literally. Look in front of you. Look straight ahead. Don't look at your phone. Just look straight ahead. God says, look at me. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. This is how I want you to be in the next season. Look at me, daughter. Look at me. He says, do not turn left or to the right. Look at me. Keep your eyes on me. And this is what I will have you forward, presented, upright, righteously before me. Do not for one second hold your head down. But he says, see, my grace is so sufficient for you. When you do fail, I am there. Hallelujah. Begin to fast more, you guys. Begin to pray more. Begin to start um, challenging yourself in prayer. Um, One night, five minutes. The next night, 10 minutes. The next night, 30 minutes. Hey, the next, go for an hour. And see, uh, 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 something that I had to learn is when you want to go deeper in God, you have to go deeper in prayer. (laughs) I had to learn that the hard way. You have to go deeper in prayer. God says, my dimensions in me, the depths in me will be unleashed. My secrets and miracles will be unleashed in the time of prayer. And so lastly, I want you to read the word of God every day. I just read a chapter or two. Just just read. Embed it in your heart. Embed it in your mind. Embed it, the word of God that will never leave you empty. And I want to close today by saying that we are called, we are called kingdom women on fire. You are called, you're chosen, and you're most definitely appointed for such a time as this. I love you.